Crosstalk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. Our guest this morning is John Cox. John is a self-made businessman, entrepreneur, tax attorney, CPA. His residential property development and management in a number of states and hedge fund company is worth a, a pile of money and uh, is, con- is concerned. Well, I didn't want to wave your flag too much, John, otherwise. Well, you know, I wasn't born with a lot of money, uh, Mike. Uh, my mom was a school teacher in Chicago public schools, and I worked my way through college, and I just did a good job for clients and investors yeah, that's uh, awesome. over 40 years. That's that, the way to do it. That's awesome. All right, so you and your clients uh, worth over $200 million. That's uh, that's pretty good. And uh, you are also the founder of Change CA, concerned that Governor uh, uh, Gavin Newsom is going to keep California shut down until there's nothing oh. left. What uh, is that, you know, what's going on in California? <laughs> well, you know, listen, it's it's an experiment in socialism. They don't call it that. They just say it's you know, Democrats, but let's face it, what it is is centralizing power in the hands of the government, and obviously we fought a revolution 240 years ago against one-party rule or one-person rule in the form of a king. We now have one-party rule in California, and we can see the result. Uh, California is basically unaffordable for most working people. The, The wealthy uh, can afford it, and they live in the coast. Of course, some of them are giving up. You've probably heard about Larry Ellison, uh, who's uh, got uh, almost as much money as God. Uh, he's he's left, uh, decamped to uh, Hawaii. His company is going to Texas. But, you know, the average person in California is paying three or four times what they do in Texas for a house. They, we pay five times what they do in Texas for electricity. We pay uh incredible amounts for food health care all this uh, which is partly driven by housing and it's because government regulations the government bureaucracy is just run amok and gums up everything and makes it all more expensive and i think people are tired of that that's why i started this organization Uh, i moved out there about uh, a little less than 20 years ago and from chicago and uh i'm dedicated to changing it frankly uh it's it's now gotten to the point where it's hitting bottom with all these businesses being shut down. Our kids are not in school. Disney World has been opened in Florida since July, while Disneyland in California remains closed, which means jobs, opportunities for working people are almost non-existent. And I think that's a prescription for disaster, and I, th- I think it's also a prescription for change at the top, and that's what Change California is all about. Does the governor not see any other states safely operating to the point where some of their practices could be adopted in California? You know, you got to look at this through the lens of Gavin Newsom. Uh, you, 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 don't, you don't moan that much about him in the Midwest here, but let's, let me give you a little bit of background, and I think you'll understand his motivation right off the bat. First of all, you know, he's Nancy Pelosi's nephew. He was raised basically by Gordon Getty, who was the heir to J. Paul Getty. So Gordon Getty put him in, you know, business and then put him in politics. And he's basically been groomed by these wealthy, you know, uh, liberal uh, billionaires in California. And he's been groomed. Be- to- his goal is to become president of the United States and change 
this country, uh, not for the better, mind you, I think. I mean, I think his, you know, inclination is to have, again, more government power, you know, go, go more towards socialism than capitalism. And that's what he's doing in, in California. So does he care about businesses and opportunity and entrepreneurship? He mouths those words. But then what he does is he, you can see what happens because he has dinner at the French Laundry with a bunch of lobbyists. Well, to me, that was so instructive. It wasn't about the expense of the meal. It wasn't about the $15,000 wine bill. It was the fact that he was there with a bunch of lobbyists who basically pull his strings. And that's the problem because He's not going to attack housing because the reason housing is expensive is because these special interests want regulations to keep out competition. So that's why he's not going to do anything about housing. Uh, you know, housing is also hamstrung by environmental policies pushed by an extreme agenda. He's not going to do anything about that because that would disturb his chances of becoming president. The same thing is health care. Health care is controlled by a few big clinic and hospital groups in California, again, they're the ones that finance his campaign. He's not going to do anything about that because he needs them to become president. Uh, education in California is totally tied up by the teachers' unions and those union bosses. Well, guess what? Again, those union bosses are going to be key to him becoming president someday. So is he going to open up education? Is he going to create more competition or champion school choice or, you know, take the power from union bosses and give it to the parents? No. He's going to be a tool of the union bosses because guess what? Again, they control the levers to get him to be president. And it, it goes on and on with this, uh, Mike. And so if you really understand his motivation, you really can see what's going on in California. And again, I really believe Californians have hit their limits. Their kids are out of school. They're businesses are being shut down and this pandemic actually maybe it's been a good thing for california because it's served to accelerate in, in an interest in removing these politicians and uh, i'm going to take advantage of that uh, couple, either in the recall that's coming up or maybe in two years when he's coming up for re-election but i think the people in california are starting to wise up to this game and you are asking uh, members of change and supporters across the country uh, to pressure Gavin Newsom to reopen business no later than this Friday. Why that deadline, December 18th? Well, come on. You know, listen, it's arbitrary. Listen, oh, okay. uh, All right. Frankly, if I were the governor, we wouldn't have shut down. We would have protected the vulnerable. We would have absolutely protected people in nursing homes, which hasn't been done as well. Uh, we would have absolutely, you know, protected people with pre-existing conditions, of course. But we would not have quarantined the rest of the economy, which is what he's done. And, again, uh, it, we, we need our kids in school. That, they're the future. We need our businesses open because those are entrepreneurs that have given their life to their businesses and provide the fuel for this economy, and we've shut them down. So I'm, I'm putting an arbitrary date on there on Friday. Listen, I've, I've called on him to resign. I've supported the recall. I'm doing everything I can, frankly. Uh, the voters of California are going to have to rise up and say enough is enough, and maybe they're getting to that point. We'll have to. Uh, and by the way, uh, one of my listeners sent me a text this morning. California, dot, 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 they've already been taken over by the Chinese. 
Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, listen, uh, I, I, I have no doubt there's a lot of Chinese investment in California. There's a significant Asian-American population there, which is valuable and everything else. But, you know, listen, we, we need to stand up to powers around the world. China's one of them. Uh, they obviously have a plan to have you know a, a better measure of control around the world. This, that's the history of the world, Mike. You know, I mean, this is as old as the pharaohs. Somebody wants uh, power. I mean, power and money are the controlling factors here. I don't. I believe in the individual opportunity and individual freedom and liberty, and that's my pedigree. It's a product of my youth and my growing up looking at, you know, cronies in Chicago who use the lever of power like Mike Madigan and other people like that and have driven Illinois downhill. I see that same thing going on in California now that I'm out there, uh, and uh, we we have to fight it. Uh, listen, this is a, a, an epic struggle. Uh, the human race has existed, you know, uh, for what five thousand years or whatever, and it's an epic struggle. There's always somebody wanting to control somebody else, and you know, we're never probably going to be away from that. We just have to keep pushing back and pushing back and pushing back. Change CA, founder John Cox, our guest on the Crosstalk this morning. John, thank you very much uh, for talking with us this morning, helping us understand what's what's going on in California, because lots of people here in Wisconsin say that. What the heck are they thinking?